Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network, coming to you from the TeacherCast studios since 2011. Join us each week as we bring you the latest educational news, ed tech updates, and hottest interviews with today's most influential leaders in education. And now, for your host, Jeff Bradbury. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Jeff Bradbury Show, a podcast to help you build your EDU brands. Each week, we get together on Wednesday mornings to help you take your blog, your website, your social media, and your brand to that next level. My name is Jeff Bradbury, and for the last 10 years, I've had the opportunity to work with ed tech companies and educators just like you to help put their marketing messages in front of their audiences. And today, I am here to help you So let's get started. In today's episode, we're going to be taking a look at the topic of content repurposing. Going to learn a little bit about what it is and how you guys can be saving yourself time by taking a single piece of content and crafting it on multiple social media platforms, multiple angles. And today I am so excited to share with you guys some of the ways that we've been doing content repurposing here on TeacherCast. If you'd like to be a part of our show and tell your story, we would love to have you featured on a future episode. All you have to do is visit our website at buildyouredubrand.com and let us know that you're out there and that you are doing awesome building your EDU brand. I'm excited to meet you, and I hope that we have a chance to connect real soon. And today, as I said is content repurposing day. What is content repurposing? It's a word that you might have heard running around the social channels. It might be a word that's come up in your podcasting groups, your blogging groups, some of these Facebook groups. Essentially, we have our content, right? We have our blog, we have our podcast. And traditionally, you create this piece of content, you put it on your blog, you hit that publish button, and traditionally, you move on to that next thing, you know, podcast X plus one or blog post, whatever that next topic is. But there's so much more to this whole marketing game. There's so much more to it. When we look at content repurposing, it's a matter of creating a single piece of content that can be used over and over again in multiple ways with multiple audiences for a multitude of reasons. I'll give you an example. A couple of years ago, we did a live podcast with a bunch of uh, buddies of mine. We called it the Tech Educator Podcast. We did a live show on, on Sundays. And the whole idea for that is to get a group of people together to talk about educational technology, do it as a live show. But you know, when you're doing these live shows, sometimes you get a good-sized audience and sometimes you don't. If people aren't listening to it live, how do they get to it? So the first way we repurposed that live show was we put it onto iTunes, right? We put it out onto Apple Podcasts and we got it out. But we also created a format to the show where we could slice that show into several spots. The way that we created our podcast was we did a few minutes of ed tech news and updates. And then each of the members of the show is to come and do some kind of a demo on the theme. So, for instance, if the theme was Google Docs, uh, one of our hosts would talk about how to create a Google Doc. And one of our hosts would be talking about how to create table of contents and how to use uh, you know, uh, d- different spell checkers and stuff like that, as an example. That way, at the end of the show, 
because it was a video show, we would actually have multiple pieces of content that we would be able to video edit out of it. And instead of having one live show, maybe seen by a couple dozen people, you'd have five or six different pieces of content that we could then post onto video. We could then stick onto Twitter. We could then natively put that video onto Facebook and LinkedIn. And ultimately, it was a way to save ourselves time and to get a number of different pieces of content out there. So I want you to do me a favor. I want you to think about what you're doing right now. Are you creating podcasts? Are you creating blog posts? What is it that you're doing and how can you do that? So today, let's look at six different reasons why we want to be doing this. I think the first thing is to achieve a variety of goals for your content. In our example here, one of the goals was to do a live show. In our example, one of our goals was to create an audio version of that show. We also created short content. Now, we created it in a way that was going to be easy on the editor, which at the time, of course, uh, was me. And making sure that we were able to put all these different things together. We want to also create content that's going to drive visitors to a specific part of our blog. And what I mean by that is we want to obviously create a nice landing page, create a home page. But in this example, we're going to do a show all about Google Docs. Maybe that's because we want to showcase a new Google Docs landing page or a new Google Apps landing page. Maybe we've got a nice free giveaway that we're going to use as a, as a lead gen for grabbing people's emails. And so we're doing a show on Google Docs to get them onto our website. So that way we can then entice them with a freebie to give away. Maybe part of that um, broadcast that we're doing is the freebie, you know, Give me your email address and I'll send you these short videos that's going to demonstrate how to do something. So we want to make sure that we're achieving some goals. We're not just doing this to keep busy. We want to make sure that we're diversifying our social media. We want to make sure that we're driving traffic to where it is. And we want to make sure that we're doing our second reason here, which is helping us to diversify our audience, to reach that audience. And what we mean by that, what I meant many, many years ago when we were doing the Tech Educator podcast is we knew that we had an audience on YouTube, but we knew we had an audience on audio, and we knew we had an audience on Facebook. This story, by the way, predates the Snapchats and the TikToks and all those things. We wanted to expand our reach. We knew that certain people were going to be watching the YouTube videos for certain things. We knew that certain people are going to be listening to the audio show. So we wanted to use this to expand our reach. Here's another example. Let's say that you're a, a writer. Let's say that you've got a website. Let's say you're creating blogs. It is not unreasonable to take some of your blog and create images out of it, to take a quote, let's say, from your article and stick it into a image and post that onto Pinterest, post that onto Instagram, post that onto Facebook, using different parts of your blog, of your writing, to generate interest on a variety of different contents. It helps you build a new audience in social media. So think about right now what you're doing and how many different ways can you do that? Now, 
the third thing that we want to remember is it is all about diversifying, right? You're building an audience. I would say that for TeacherCast over the last 10 years, it is primarily an audio channel. It is primarily a video channel. Yes, I do a variety of social media things. Yes, we do a variety of speaking things. And yes, we do a variety of, you know, Facebook, Twitter things. But it is mostly an audio and video channel. I'm working right now on diversifying one of the reasons why is to continue to build my audience. Number two, to continue to get people to see and know the teacher cast brand. Um, the fourth thing here, the fourth reason to repurpose is to increase your online presence. Now, let's say that you're creating your graphics, uh, as I do every day, uh, using a great application called Canva. Many of you guys know Canva. Many of you guys, I'm sure, out there are using Canva. It doesn't take that long to create a nice looking Canva graphic. And then with only a few clicks, you can repurpose that into a variety of different sized images. You can take your YouTube thumbnail and very quickly turn it into a square for Instagram. You can turn it into a Twitter. You can even turn it into like a banner or a bumper. You can even turn it into a business card or a t-shirt. There's so many different things that you can do with Canva. It not only helps you diversify that content, it even publishes the content for you. And I'm starting to get into the fact that Canva not only makes still images, but is now doing graphics and is now doing video production pretty well. So in thinking about this, why do we want to repurpose? Number one, we want to achieve our goals. We want to have set reasons for doing this. We want to help reach our broader audience. We want to diversify the content that we have. We want to increase our online presence. But the last two things here are important. And we're going to talk a little nerdy here for a second. But number one, by adding all of this additional content to your marketing strategy, by adding all of this content to your brand, it helps you create what we call backlinks. If you put a piece of content on LinkedIn, you are essentially creating something and backlinking it to your website. If you put something out on Pinterest, on TikTok, more than likely you're going to be doing that. So that way at the bottom in the description, you have a link to your website or to another piece of content. You want to be out there creating backlinks that other people can see, other people can react to, other people can share. And you want to make sure that you're doing that in a way that's going to be driving traffic to your website. It is that tree in the woods, right? If you just put something out there and there's no reasoning behind it, then you might strike gold. Right, You might find something out there that's going to be good for you, but chances are, more often than not, you're just putting out content for the sake of you know, putting out content, kind of like throwing your fishing line in the water just to see if there's anything out there. If you really want to go out there and catch a fish, you got to know where the fish are going. You need to have the right strategy. You need to have the right hook, the right line, the right... I'm not a fisherman, but you get the idea. You want to be making sure that when you put your content out, people are going to be able to find you, get hooked by your content, and most importantly, like, subscribe, and if possible, click back into your website so they can find out more about you. If you do all these things, you have achieved five out of the six reasons why you want to repurpose your content. Now, the last one, pretty simple. 
By doing this, it's going to help you save time. Creating one piece of content that you can use in a dozen different ways is sometimes so much easier than creating 12 different pieces of content where you have to plan, organize, write scripts, edit, record, publish, uh, create images for. That's a lot. 12 pieces of content is like a month's work of, of, of content here. But by creating one piece of content and trying to figure out where you can put it, that's going to help you save time. So here's my advice for you guys. Take one part of your marketing strategy. Let's call it videos. I'm going to create, as we did this past weekend, I'm going to create some videos. Now, if you head on over to our TeacherCast YouTube channel, you can find that over on teachercast.net forward slash YouTube. You'll notice that we just created a ton of content around Google Forms. We're getting ready for back to school, trying to do some updated videos on all these different Google Forms things and trying to revitalize our YouTube channel. We're almost at 2 million views, almost at 15,000 subscribers. So if you have a chance to check out teachercast.net slash YouTube, please do me a favor, hit that subscribe button. But we're taking that video, and not only are we using it on YouTube, we're creating ad campaigns around it. We're creating blog posts around it. We're going to be creating drip campaigns on it. We might be even creating a online course about it. We're going to be sticking it out in our advertising marketing. We're going to do a lot of different things with these videos to show off how good and how great Google Forms are and what teachers can do. And then we're going to take that as a package and we're going to duplicate that with other applications in the ed tech world. And so looking at this, I have a goal, right? I'm creating this content to bring you to my YouTube channel, to get you to subscribe, to get you to be a part of our system. I've built a playlist in YouTube of all of the different Google Forms content. I'm reaching a broader audience by not just doing Microsoft stuff, not just doing podcasting stuff. I'm bringing in a Google audience. I'm able to use more hashtags, ping, uh, and at more different uh, Google-type people with this. I'm trying to diversify from content I did a few months ago, mostly on Microsoft. I'm trying to increase my online presence. I'm trying to create backlinks from all the different tweets and Twitter strands. And by doing so, hopefully saves me a little bit of time and I have a chance to play with my uh, edgy triplets who are quickly going to become eight-year-olds in the fall here. So a lot of great reasons for repurposing the content. That's what I've got for you guys today. We want to hear from you guys. This is the podcast designed to help you guys build your EDU brand. No matter if you're a blogger, a content creator of any kind, we want to hear from you guys, and we want to help you guys build your EDU brands. want to bring you guys' attention to something special that's happening on the afternoon of Thursday, July 29th. We're going to be doing our next webinar with Agile Education, a great company. We've done two webinars already with them, and I'm looking forward to doing our third. This one is going to be all about web design and how we can create dynamic websites and I'm going to be showing you guys my philosophy and theory behind the TeacherCast site. So don't forget to head on over to TeacherCast.net. Check out all the great stuff. You can sign up for the webinar today. And we hope that you have a chance to check all that stuff out. All of our resources from this episode, number 36, and everything about our podcast can be found over on BuildYourEDUBrand.com. And next week, I have a fantastic show coming up with a good friend, Mr. Andrew Pass. Andy Pass from A-Pass Education. He's been killing it on LinkedIn 
and he is going to be coming on the show to talk about how you guys can build your brands through LinkedIn. It is going to be a great show. Don't want to miss it. And I want to say thank you guys out there for joining us today on the Jeff Bradbury Show. So on behalf of everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Network for the last 10 years, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you guys to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students. You've been listening to the TeacherCast Educational Network, hosted by Jeff Bradbury. Please reach out to the show with all of your questions on Twitter at TeacherCast or online at www.teachercast.net. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. And please take a moment to write a review in the App Store.